how's it going? It's good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I just woke up from a nap, so I'm trying to get my hamsters running enough to do a podcast. I am I'm chock full of soup and cold brew. Oh so nice. I'm rare I'm all raring to go. Thank God somebody has to carry this show and it can't be me. I my name's just in the title. <laughs> Are we recording right now? Do you think that I'm hashtag Rob Tooing you right now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You always do. I love to hashtag Rob to you. I haven't heard that. Is that a Instagram thing? Uh, yeah. When I record you without your consent, I say hashtag Rob too, because I'm me tooing yeah. you. Yeah. No, yeah. That's great. I like to think of it as being Julian Assange. Oh, um, did does he me too people? Well, he. That was what Sweden was after him for that rape charge. Oh. Because he had like. A, he like met some some gal at a nightclub or something, and they hooked up and had consensual sex. And then, like in the middle of the night, he like rolled over and like kind of slipped it in or something. Oh, <laughs> so that's, that's technically rape in Sweden, I guess. Yeah, I, don't know. I yeah, but sometimes like people like when you roll over and slip it in. I know. I know. Oh, so. it's confusing. I didn't even know that he had charges like that. I'm so not uh, aware of the news. I know that Pamela Anderson is friends with him. That's about all I know. Huh. You know, he's. I don't think he's doing very well. Isn't he sickly? I think she, sickly, yeah. He's like, um, you ever see Papillon with Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman? He's like... He's like Steve McQueen after he's been in solitary for like three straight years. Oh. You know, he's really bad off. And then now he's like in prison or something, isn't he? Um, Is he in prison or was he? Last I checked, he was like in hiding because he was hiding extradition and Pamela Anderson was bringing him bagels. Yeah. No, he was in like the um, Ecuadorian embassy or something in London. But that ended. They they took him out of there. Oh. So he's in he's in custody of like the UK police or whatever, and he, they're they're trying to figure out if they're going to extradite him to the US to face charges of um, fucking treason or something ridiculous. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's all it's all just complicated. It's bullshit is what it is. Is it? Well, yeah, because they're saying he, like, um, gave away, like, state secrets or something. All he was doing was reporting what was given to him. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's the whole the whole WikiLeaks thing. It's like how we know that, um, you know, all those drone strikes kill mostly innocent people and mm-hmm. not usually the targeted people. Like, he's the one that like released that stuff along with um you know what's her name Chelsea Manning Yeah it's just weird like some people the, the some people will think that's like leaking state secrets and whatever and then other people are like yeah well the populace has like a right to know what their government is doing I don't Exactly yeah Aside- so with, it's called a- 
Yes, go ahead. Oh, aside from like having voted them in and you should be allowed to know what your government is doing like also i think you have a right to know how your money is being spent like i don't know like is my money being spent for war well yeah it is i know that's what my tax money is spent for but like i don't know but who's being killed? Yeah, who who are the dollars killing? Yeah, it, you know, people at a wedding party in Yemen, or is it uh, you know Yemen who we have no beef with? We're just there because I don't know. We're just selling everything is fucked. <laughs> this is not a podcast about international well, politics. No, number one, <laughs> I can't keep up with that level of research. I can barely keep up with my life. So. Um, I'm not, uh, as politically astute as some people are. Actually, no one, no one really is politically astute. There are people who think they are and people who know that they aren't. And I know that I'm not. There you go. There you go. The first step on the path to wisdom is admitting that you know nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I tried to pet it. I, I wanted to pet a dog earlier today but um and it really wanted me to pet it yeah but um i don't know its owner was like a you know mid-20s gal and uh i'm not the most approachable looking person (laughs) yeah even though the dog wanted it i wanted it it's it's still there's I feel weird like you know like semi creepy just going up to like a random person and asking if I can pet their dog yeah I really got lucky in terms of that as like a blonde haired blue eyed white lady like I get that that pass where I'm not creepy um and I can be in like uh, I can pet. I can ask people to pet their dogs. I can tell children they have cute dresses on. I can be in a like a private Instagram group for Furby lovers, uh, where everyone is actually thirteen but me. Um, I have more of a pass into things than yeah. You as a grown adult man, um, you know, you ask people to pet their dog, and the pretty the pretty young lady is going to go. This guy's hitting on me. He's a man. Or I just. Or I just get pepper sprayed straight off, you know. How often do you get pepper sprayed? Not as often as I'd like. I don't know. I've never been pepper sprayed, to be honest, but um, I, I don't know. I went to see my naturopath today, and she told me to eat more black pepper, so maybe I should get pepper sprayed. Yeah, that's a different thing, though. Black pepper versus I know, I know. I, she gave me she I, she told me a soup I should make. Uh, oh yeah, tell me tell me about it. Um, I would have to go in the other room to get. Uh, <laughs> we have a very casual relationship, and she actually handed me her prescription pad to take notes on. Um, so I have a prescription like pad page that's covered in notes, but she was. Telling me about how, number one, apparently uh, no other doctor has flagged this on my blood test, but I have, like, dangerously low cholesterol because there's no fat in my diet. So she was talking Mm. to me about, you know, eat less carbs, eat more fats, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, you need to eat anti-inflammatory foods. And everyone knows about turmeric, but uh, apparently onions, garlic black pepper, blah, 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 
are on that oh. list. And so she told me this soup, some Indian soup. She's like, this is a really good soup. You should make this. Um, that would be something good to have on hand. And I was like, cool. I'm totally into eating uh, soup. Um, so I'm going to make it and I'll, I, well, I'm going to find a recipe and make it and then I'll report back on another pup dates about how my Indian soup cooking came out. Yeah, no, I'm excited to hear about it because that sounds delicious. I love a good Indian soup, a nice doll maybe with some basmati. Mm. Yeah, I'll probably be making a lot more soups because I finished moving in with Zach. So now I have a kitchen. Um, I have my big gumbo pot. So the soups are going to happen. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Nice. I had a, um, I ventured over, this is when I happened across that. It was a sweet little, like, six-month-old golden retriever, just, like, all full of zest and energy. Um, but I was I was headed across the park to go get some soup earlier today. That's when I saw the little doggy. But I ended up getting myself a uh, Caribbean curried sweet potato soup, and it was delicious. <laughs> That's the one I would have picked from the list that I saw. Yeah, and it was so good. It was like thick. It was almost like a stew and like nice and uh, savory mixed with sweet because it had like the coconut cream. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what made it like a cream, the, the coconut curry. Yeah. And uh, there's another nice good fat. What's that? There's another good fat. Uh, if I have to make if I have to eat more fats, I can make a coconut cream soup. Oh, yeah. Coconut. Um you know, I think, isn't cholesterol, don't, doesn't the body make most of the cholesterol? I know you need to get some, or you don't need to, but, like, your your blood cholesterol levels are dictated mostly by your genetics and by the way your body processes fats, not necessarily your dietary cholesterol. Well, Is that right, or am I... I listen I'm not certain because I'm not a smart person there's only a couple things I know number one I recently did genetic testing and found out I don't have the gene necessary to take omega-3 from plant sources and make it in the type that is usable which means that I haven't had omega-3s in my body since I was like I haven't absorbed any since I was seven years old because that's when I quit eating meat and so I recently had to start taking a fish oil supplement so I know that I'm lacking in fats in that way Apparently, my good cholesterol is, like, extremely below what would be considered a normal range. And number two, according to my doctor, something's going on with my liver because uh, she goes, your liver panel looks like mine, and I'm an alcoholic, and you're, like, a raw food vegan. So something's happening, and she ordered some more blood work. Um, that's well, all I know. So, yeah, I could my liver could be doing something wrong. Um, I will probably submit my genetic testing uh, results to this doctor along with my new blood work to be like, can you please tell me what's happening uh, in my body? But um, because she's a naturopath, uh, she is confident that I I can possibly, knock on wood, pending blood work results, avoid having surgery, which would be great. So that's what we're doing here. It's very exciting stuff in my life. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is good. Avoiding surgery is always nice. Yeah, I was uh I've been having like um a two week long meltdown uh after being told that I should have my uterus and appendix and one ovary removed and it's been I've been like freaking out and having a meltdown and doing research and being like, Okay, well, 
if this is my only option to get my life back, like, how you know, then I can do it. And then, like, reading articles about different outcomes and possibilities and, like, you know, being like, oh, if they take out your uterus, your remaining ovary could die and you could go into menopause and being like, I'm not ready for that. Um, so, uh, yeah, if I can uh, find out something else that can be done to manage my condition without having like a, a surgery, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, best, best of luck to you. Thanks. It's going to involve aye, soup. Aye, aye. The answer involves soup. For sure it does, yeah. yeah. And also, there are certain, like, precursors to, um, I don't know, steroids. Cholesterol is a steroid. Mm-hmm. Um, stare, cholesterol, oh. or it's at least a precursor, it's a precursor to steroids. So, like, the more cholesterol in your system, the more availability your body has to these, like, the building blocks for estrogen and all that kind of different hormones and stuff. So, I don't know what that means, but... But, yeah, it means that there's something going on that could be leading to, like, my lady problems hormonally. For sure. If you could find out what's a good thing, and I'm sure your doctor addressed this because she's a doctor and I'm not (laughs) but like precursors to you know like cholesterol i don't know if there's things that you can eat my i had a naturopath as well and she prescribed some supplements that were it was the precursor to like testosterone or you know it was one of those kind of like building block things Mm -hmm. and i can't remember the name of it it was just you know then a little vegetarian gel capsule like a little powder IAA, I don't, it was an acronym. I, I can't remember. Oh. Indole, acetic. It was like, it was one of those kind of things. And it's like the precursor to what your body will make steroids out of, basically. Um, so I wonder if you could get on something like that, if that might help or something. I don't know. I did, I got this supplement and then she's like, yeah, that's a good one, but you just need to increase your doses. And it's, I, it sounds like it's this, the female equivalent. It's called DIM and that's an acronym for something, but it helps like estrogen metabolism. Um, yeah. And so I've been taking that. And then she said, just like, go super hard on healthy fats, omega threes, and then anything anti-inflammatory, like, you know. Dude, turmeric. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turmeric, CBDs, like probably like capsaicin is probably anti-inflammatory as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of good, know. a lot of good cooking in my future. Um, yes, and then she's it's like a yeah. Go ahead. Oh, and then she said, um, you know, if if I want to go keto or as close to that as I can get, um, that would help because that's anti-inflammatory and just like balance my hormones and get the inflammation down in my body and then see like what is my pain level um because she like looked over my ultrasound and was like yeah like you have some there are some structural like things happening that aren't good um but nothing that would throw off any alarms and make me go like immediately to surgery um so well if you if you need to get some more fat some more healthy fats into your body why don't you try jumping on Zach's fat dick? <laughs> uh, I do that pretty. <laughs> I, 
Sorry. <laughs> I do that pretty regularly. Um, and uh, be- because of my condition, it is quite uh, painful. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> For him, probably. Well, no. I, listen, being in a relationship with me is painful. For me, uh, having sex with someone uh, with a large anatomy is painful. Um, so, uh, yeah. This, that was me oversharing, but uh, yeah. That's a that's a that's a pup date exclusive. A pup date exclusive is that I struggle to take a dick because uh, my pelvic cavity <laughs> is so full of uh, endometriosis and swelling, and um, I have like chronic uh, ovarian pain, and so uh, it's very it's a very painful very painful situation. Listen, I I will take a dick. It's just not always pleasant. In other news, um, I am preparing the next time that uh, we record, I will have already completed my big bike tour that's coming up next weekend. Where are you biking? It is an organized bike tour. It's a charity fundraiser for the local children's hospital. And uh, this year is a new course. It's going over Blewett Pass, which is kind of near Snoqualmie Pass, where I went camping with the with the youngin uh-huh. a couple weeks ago. Um, so it goes from Cleelum over Blewett Pass to Leavenworth. Then we spend the night in Leavenworth. The next day, we go over Blewett Pass again the other way, taking a slightly different path. And uh, it's about 120 miles round trip. In two days, and I'm going to be a safety volunteer rider, which means I wear a shiny yellow jersey. Oh. And, yeah. And then if there's any riders in distress, I stop and see if I can help them, and I wait with them until the, like, the vehicle, support vehicle comes along if they need that. Otherwise, if it's just a flat tire, I can help change that. You know, that sort of thing. Oh, I'm impressed. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, have you done this ride before? This will be my, I believe, seventh or eighth year doing it. I took last year off, but I did it for the previous, I want to say either six or seven years before that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this I've, I've been doing it for a while. The route has changed um, since I started doing it. This is the first time doing this route, but the cause is the same. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It um, is. That's it is exciting. I'm, I can't wait to hear all about it afterwards. That sounds like a lot of fun. Anything involving the outdoors, I, uh, I'm for. Well, by the time this airs, it will be over. And so I'll just go ahead now and let the listeners know, yep, I saw that same moose again. <laughs> travel. He traveled, a, you know, 40 miles or so, and I saw him. Uh, no, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be exciting. I'm a little bit uh, apprehensive about my stamina because I'm not in the greatest um, bike riding shape. Like, I've hardly ridden my bicycle at all in the past year. I just went on a training ride of 28 miles um, last week. Oh, because you, you live so close to your job. It's not like you bike commute. You aren't getting that in every single, because for, I think of you as a cyclist, but you walk to work. 
Yeah, I used to bike commute five miles each way every day for like seven years. Mm -hmm. And so I would get at least, you know, 50 miles a week plus extra um, running errands and stuff. But yeah, lately it's only like if I choose to go out and bike. And most of the bike trips I make are like to the store and back, which is like a mile and a half. Yeah. (laughs) So so, uh, the prospect of like climbing a mountain... And riding 60 miles in a day followed by 60 miles the following day is a little daunting, but I think I'm going to do okay. Based on the training ride I did last week where I saw that trail bunny, I posted a photo of the trail bunny. Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. That was on my training ride. And uh, so, you know, I did okay. I don't know. I wasn't exhausted. I was pretty freaking tired after 28 miles, though. There's a lot of climbing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's why I chose that 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 uh, training ride. There's a lot of up and down, which is you know good training for climbing a mountain. But. Yeah, I can't imagine. I um, so Arizona is very flat, like Phoenix is. And before I moved yeah. to New York, I rode my bike everywhere. Um, I had a job that was 20 miles from home, so I drove there. But other than that, I exclusively exclusively rode my bike or roller skated to like run errands, go out with friends, like whatever shopping all happened on my bike. So I thought I was in really good shape. And then I moved to New York and I tried to ride my bike um, up the Williamsburg bridge and I did not have the muscles to get. And granted this was like a fixie. So it was a little bit like you had to really put your back into it, but I had to get off my bike and walk it up the bridge because I didn't have the power to get to go any anything with an incline and that's when I realized that I wasn't actually in good shape because it doesn't really take a lot to ride a bike uh in Tempe Arizona because it's flat yeah bridges bridges are weird there's a great bridge here in Tacoma that maybe we'll do um an episode about one day maybe (laughs) And that was part of, that's part of my training ride. Um, but it goes, you know, across that bridge and then, you know, various topography, but there, there's even just the bridge is a pretty steep climb. Mm -hmm. Like the, the, the arch of it, you know, it's a suspension bridge, but it definitely, it's not just straight across and flat. You know what I mean? It's like at each end, it's way downhill from the middle. So it's like a big old climb to the middle and then it's a big old coast down the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel scared of heights just picturing it because I know what the bridge looks like. Um, Oh, dude, it is pretty crazy um, looking over the edge. I got to say, it's pretty great. But you know what? It's so high up that you almost, your brain doesn't even almost register how high up you are. Like if it was 200 feet or something, You'd look down and go, oh, my gosh, like, I could hurt myself if I fell. If you're, when you're at mid-span of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge, it's like, it's like a half a mile down. It's a really far. It's it's like, it's a long way. So it doesn't so even brain, seem real? It doesn't even seem real. It's just like, yeah, that's just whatever. I might as well be in space right now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so anyway, big bike tour coming up. Uh, it went great by the time you're hearing this, and uh, we saw the moose. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's I think that's all I got. That's all you got. Day. 
That's probably all Ow. I got. I mean, we can wish everyone a happy Monday. Uh, make some soup this week. Send us your soup pics. Uh, we're pretty active on Twitter, uh, Instagram, whatever. Uh, tag tag Rob in the soup pics. Yeah. Um, uh, pet a dog. Send a photo of a dog. Um, God, yes. Listen to Ben, listen to ben James' uh, podcast. T T W wait T T W Y what they want you to know W T yeah W T W T E Y it's what what they want you to know with Ben James I'm gonna be on it I'm recording tomorrow with him um I'm so excited. Listen for that episode coming up. Yeah, everyone should just go ahead and subscribe to it because you're going to be on it. I'm going to be on it. We have such a great little community. Um, oh, I will say this. I hung out with my mom last week uh, for her birthday, and um, I was bragging to her about how smart my pod babies are, and I was like, yeah, you know, people people talk shit about young people and how they're addicted to their phones, but I was like, all the young people I've met through my podcast are like a thousand times more emotionally intelligent than I was at their age, and like, because my mom will always say, you're just so much smarter about stuff than I was at your age and I'm like dude these young kids they're so I like I'm bragging about my pod babies to my mom like sorry mom you didn't you don't get grandchildren but you got sad baby back you got Ben James you got Mallory and like you should be very very proud of your pod grandchildren because they are awesome for sure and I think you even have a new um silver daddy up here in uh Lakewood oh I do um, South Dakota at South Tacoma on Twitter has uh, been listening to the show, I think. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I yeah, know that yeah, they yeah. follow he on got, Twitter, but I don't know. I didn't know if they listened or not. I don't know either, but yeah, he just he just tweeted me about soup earlier, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be on the show. He's, yeah. So anyway, whatever. Shout out to at South Tacoma if he's listening. Yeah. Um, well, All right. Cool. Well, happy Monday, everyone. Yeah. Happy Monday!